Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome to Renegade Talk.fm, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Marky Mark, and of course, Marla. We have Patty from EmpoweredSex.com, and one of uh, one of her special guests, Saskia. here at this radio station. <laughs> it's called The Power of Pussy, Sex Friday, Radio Renegade Talk.fm, Renegade Nation, and uh, welcome, Marla. Welcome, Mark. Well, you're welcoming me? Uh, I'm welcoming That's you. That's a first. Uh, I'm being nice because we have a nice ga- a special guest on. All He's right. putting his best foot forward. And we, and we have Patty uh, from EmpoweredSex.com in Denver, and her guest, Wee. Saskia. Patty. And Saskia, welcome to Renegade. Thank you very much. Hi, Saskia. Hello. I love your name. Where'd you get that name at? That is a Dutch name. Rembrandt's wife was a Saskia, and uh, none of his friends liked her. They all complained about what a mean bitch she was. Oh, that's perfect for you. <laughs> so perfect name for a mistress, then. You're, so you, uh, so do we do we address you as Mistress Saskia, or do mm-hmm. we or do we address you Supreme as fine. Supreme Commander? Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I'm, you already, She's not holding back. I'm already fine. I'm already it's used to that. For people to pronounce. Oh uh, yeah, I'm already used to that here. Um, to the supreme commander, the power of pussy. Anyway, so Patty, uh, I understand that yesterday you went to uh, the supreme commander's uh, dungeon. And uh, can you explain to the renegade nation uh, what this is all about and uh, what turns people on into getting in this side of the uh, lifestyle? This is on Saskia's. Well, Mm -hmm. we actually had a little empowered sex field trip yesterday, Rich. We love field (laughs) trips. We love field trips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish you could have been here. Oh, and me so too. Me too. I did indeed get a tour of Saskia's dungeon here in Denver. Well, Patty. And I'll tell you, things are really heating up out here. As, as winter sets in, we're trying to keep the fires burning. Because last week I met Satan's angel. We have the fire tassels. And yesterday <laughs> I met Mistress Saskia, who is the mistress of fire play. Did oh. I say that correctly, Saskia? Uh-huh. And so I had some very interesting experiences yesterday and saw some fascinating things. And I have to tell you, when I left there, um, I wasn't sure whether I should smoke a cigarette or pull over to the side of the road and masturbate, quite frankly. So, I would have done both. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I limit yourself to just one when you could have done both. Do there both. you go. Both. And then get well, st- I do drive a stick shift, so. Uh, get so the, you're good with your hands. It does. It and does. You, and I'm going to have to get myself an automatic. So. Okay, so I have a question now. <laughs> Foskia, so, so how do you find uh, your clientele? How, how, how do they, first off, do you have a oh, website? I don't know what okay. she does. Wait a minute. Um, we're going to find out. You, you have a website. So what is your website's name? I have a couple websites. PavloviaDenver.com is the, the main one for my house of domination. Since there are several of us that uh, work there. I'm the headmistress. And okay. I named it after Pavlov, the uh, behavioral science researcher. Can you spell it out for us, please, for our P- listeners? As in Peter, A, V as in Victor, L, O, V as in Victor, I, A, Pavlovia, Denver. You know, you scratch my belly, I'm all yours. <laughs> He's a dog. 
You need a leash put around your do neck. do a little bit more than that for you, Mark. Yeah, you, you, I hope so. you would be a changed man when she gets you know done what? with your ass. Saskia, I wish you were here. You could mm. whip the shit out of this guy. <laughs> He'd go for it, too. Hey, I'm always work in progress. You would need two whips, Foskia, because he's so fat. You'd probably break the other whip. Anyway, so, okay, so, so wait a minute. So how do you, okay, so people find you on the website, and they they uh-huh. have this, like, sexual energy that's, you know, kind of whacked out a little bit, I guess, and they're well, trying why to. why don't you tell us the name of what you do for our listeners? Okay, why don't we do that? What is it called? Uh, professional domination. Okay, but go through, there's. There's a dominatrix. Like 101, 102. Yeah. Explain to our listeners for yeah. us. We, we need yeah, domination well, 101, yeah. BD, BDSM stands for bondage and dominance, dominance and submission, uh, sadism and masochism, and uh, what else? Submission, <laughs> I think I've covered that. There's, it stands for a few different things. Um, there's also fetishes. So there are people who will come in who are submissives, um, who are masochists, who are fetishists, and they don't necessarily have to be all free. But sometimes people don't understand when they're explaining what their interests are. They'll say that they're submissive, but they, what they might really be is a foot fetishist. So when they come in and we try ordering them around and they're just doing exactly what they want, we figure out pretty quickly they're not really a submissive, what they are is a fetishist. Okay. Yes, Mark. <laughs> I would love to submit. Okay, so what is the kinkiest thing you've ever seen? No, she mm. does it. Uh. You, you know what, you, you need, well, hold on, hold on, I'm having a problem here in the studio. Yeah, put the mic down, that's exactly right, Marla. So, guy, what, are, what is the kinkiest thing you've ever seen or come across? One of the kinkiest things I've ever done was I sutured magnetic beads to uh, one of my staff members' labia out at Dom Pond in L.A. a couple years ago. Well, I'm glad it was L.A. I'm glad we have the number one. Yeah, we're number one. We're number one. There's a lot of freaks here. Foskey, you you talked a little bit about the... the, You went to a show out in Los Angeles, and I found this surprising. Um, Tell tell them what you told me yesterday about the group in L.A. and the dominatrices there versus the people in Denver. Oh, I hate to to sound judgmental. Like, every city has a different emphasis on kink and how they express it. In L.A., it seems to be a bit more about fetish fashions. Well, out here Um, in L.A., you know, it's more Latin love. Quite possibly. Yes. In Denver, we uh, there's a little bit less of an emphasis on the fashion aspects of it, and we'll play a little bit harder. Um, we have a local conference that happens here every summer, and uh, and it has a reputation for some pretty heavy play. So, and uh, I promised the owner that I would not mention it on the air. So okay. What the name of it is? But, All right, uh, so, so Foskia, did you apprentice in a dungeon, or did you start? that way or how did you get into this very briefly in a dungeon um it was only a couple months i got some some pretty good basics under me just about uh treating the submissives or the clients that come in with respect um not which is a little bit different than uh, when they're coming in for humiliation play you're still treating them with basic human dignity Mm -hmm. are they are they are these uh these people mostly married or they they single i mean what is what what is the type of person that shows up some are married some are not it is uh becoming more common for wives to be comfortable with this kind of play so it's like take them see couples (laughs) yes i take them take them you can have them fix them hey saskia how long how long have you been doing this what day is it? No. <laughs> yeah, what, no, day, what day, day is it? it? Yeah. No, I said... Um, there you go. got started officially in about 1996, 1997. So oh, a little while now. Wow. Yeah, a little while. Just a little while. Boy, that's when economics yeah. things are getting I'm starting better. to get good at it. I bet. What is the biggest, <laughs> what is the biggest misconception about the whole thing? I mean, about uh, S&M. What's the biggest misconception? 
that's a hard one. There's so many. The, the people that are into it um, are primarily women with low self-esteem that are they're submissive. There's a lot more emphasis, I think, because of the media. You see a lot of women getting tied up and whipped. Right. So a lot of people get the impression right. that it's mostly women that are submissives that are in the scene. Um, then it's about uh, patriarchy, hating women, and just perpetuating that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of dominant women in the scene that are that are doing this kind of thing. We just have an emphasis in our culture in having pictures of scantily clad women all tied up. The, is there men that do what you do? Professionally, not really. I didn't think Much so. Easier. Yeah, especially women. I'm glad women are empowered in this position because I do like to submit to a woman, not a man. Uh-huh. So Marlon wants to take lessons. Oh, she would. Yeah, she's and mad at me right teach, now. Teach, right, Sasuke? I do. I, yeah, I do a lot of teaching. Okay, so so that was a, yeah, that was another question. So you are teaching couples how to uh, be in, into this lifestyle? Oh, absolutely! Wow, how much fun! How much money? I, I mean, eyes light up. I don't charge very much for you. Don't charge very much an hour. So how, how long does it take for them to finally succumb to this type of lifestyle to the training that you provide? Well, usually people will come in for lessons. There's, you know, everybody comes at it a different way. Some people want to do it 24-7 where one of the people in the relationship will be the submissive of the other, and they'll do domestic discipline where, you know, the person is always expected to behave and they have certain protocols around the household. Um, Sounds like me. And there's... <laughs> well, Not. they formalize it and they'll try and make it a little bit more fun so that if uh, somebody doesn't do something, then they get a punishment spanking. Oh, no, not a spanking. A punishment spanking? And how is that spanking provided? <laughs> is it with a hand or a whip or a bat or what? Uh, that depends on the relationship. For some people, it's just a barehanded spanking. It really depends. Every, every person who does it, every relationship is set up a little bit differently, and that's called negotiating. Can I ask you something? Yes. It, because just what what I've read about this and seen about this, um, like a lot of times the man wears a, a collar and has a leash. Uh-huh. So if he's if he's bad, then he gets spanked. So you're saying that they do this all the time, or just sometimes, or they come to you for this, and what well, else? Saski, isn't it true that there are people who uh, live this lifestyle like on a daily basis as dominant yeah. submissive partners? through all their domestic affairs, and then there are probably others who really use this as a form of sexual play. Correct. It's, it's, there's degrees of it. There's some people who put a whole lot of energy into it, and some people it's just something fun you do when you can get a sitter or have the kids away for the weekend or whatever. There's no right or wrong way or no better way or more. Or, you know, people get into a lot of... Um, of comparison saying we do this 24 7 so we're really the, the true kinksters and there's other people who just like to play around now and then and and i will teach couples like that how to do things more safely and how to do them with a little bit more skill so that they're not hurting each other with kidney shots and things like that saskia is anybody actually wanted you to do something that you were uncomfortable with yes okay what was that uh we get requests for brown showers brown oh Which, i see, imagine that's defecating like. I told you that yesterday. You didn't. That's defecating, me. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you don't go along those, uh, you know, avenues. Well, I was pretty freaked out by it at first, and then then I kind of thought, well, I'm, I really like doing golden showers. I don't see what the big deal would be, but I really have no idea how to time that kind of thing. I don't know how anybody <laughs> would be able to do that. Must be well, smelling. Golden showers. <laughs> I've had a lot of practice <laughs> with that. But there's also been some pretty extreme medical stuff that I have not been comfortable doing. Um, and medical? there have been people who have wanted uh, incest role play scenarios, and that's that's something where it's, it's 
absolutely okay. For okay, so in other words, whoa, 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 whoa. So as an example, I come in there and I want to pretend that you're my daughter and that we have right. sex. Is that what you're saying? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Except we don't have sex in our sessions, but, uh, you know, somebody would want me to pretend that I'm their aunt or their mother or something and that, I'm, uh, that I caught them masturbating and uh, they want a punishment for that. Oh, so it's all about punishment. So I'm fantasizing that I'm banging my sister or something and I get caught by you and then I get in trouble right. and then I get spanked around as a bad right. boy well, that shoot, I am. Shoot, I'm going to be on restriction all day long. You're, you're totally restricted, Mark. bad boy. <laughs> I'm going to try that with Marla. Marla, can you be That's my... It's really dependent on the comfort level of the dominance. Some people will be perfectly fine with that, and, and some people will not be. It's, it's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just a comfort zone. Okay, so Marla has a question, Marla. Yeah, I'd like to know how big is the dungeon, and I'd like to know about all of the equipment or the gear or what, whatever you call it in your profession. Yeah, how much are you, have you invested in your trade? I don't I know. I want to know about the exact tools of the trade. Oh, it's really interesting. You should have been up for the tour, Marla. I wish I was, Patty. Believe <laughs> I me. Any, I haven't seen anything like this since I was at the Tower in London. <laughs> I've never been there either. Hey, Rich and I will send Marley gone. We'll, we'll let you take her for a couple of months. Bring her back I'm a whole not, new woman. I yeah. know, when I go in and see my doctor, she finds me looking around at the stuff in her office and she starts laughing because she knows why I'm looking. Because <laughs> I want to see if I can do a more realistic job of decorating our dungeon. <laughs> She'll start giggling. So getting the, back to Marla's question, what does the dungeon look like? Yes, and tell me what um, it, We do have pictures of it on our website, but uh, yeah. it's... Uh, Somebody actually described it as the Barnes and Noble of Dungeons. The Barnes oh, so and Noble. So it's very clean. <laughs> so we tried not to go for cliche colors like black and, and red. You mean you got a Starbucks got, coffee right there? We've got it decorated in a lot of like blues and lavenders and mobs. We tried not to make it look like a 14-year-old girl's bedroom or a 17-year-old gay boy's bedroom, but. Uh, <laughs> Would you, so it's actually you, quite homey. I thought it was quite homey really? until you started so Patty, describing the devices and what so, they were used for. And that's kind of how I like it. It's not. It's comfortable on the surface. It's when you take a closer look that things get a little bit terrifying, and I'm I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Well, explain. Well, you look at uh, Marla. You really need to pull up the website and look at the pictures. I will. Picture. Yeah. And there's. She's got a couple of crosses there. She's got a swing table. What I found uh, probably the most frightening was the examination room. <laughs> I love oh that room. Gosh. Oh, so you play doctor, doctor. You play doctor. Ooh. Doctor nurse. Doctor hard on. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, fun stuff. Somebody just filmed a music video there, a band called, um, what are they called, Asbestos Tampon. Asbestos oh, Tampon? That's, nice. that's a great yeah, name. Denver band, and uh, they filmed a video for a song called Dr. Sausage Fingers, and they had a cute little girl in a schoolgirl outfit, and they were pretending to do a gynecological exam on her by this guy with sausages uh, tied to his fingers. Were they, were they brats? <laughs> But they wanted a really scary clinical setting, and our place was, was what they chose. Well, it sounds like <laughs> your reputation works. is awesome. So you got a lot of people already know about you, and they actually use you in a lot of different ways. Uh, I, I, yeah, sure. Okay. So you're pretty much busy on a regular basis? I mean, when do you get a break and just do things that you enjoy? Uh, last night I did something that I enjoyed very much. I had a date that I took in, a woman that I've been seeing for several months now, and uh, she had wanted to do some objectification play where she was sort of treated like an object, and she's a very pretty pretty girl. She's actually beautiful and uh, gets a lot of attention, and uh, it works for her to sort of not be in the so, spotlight. Can you, so what, 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 kind of, uh, what kind of object was she? 
what is a pony. Okay, a pony. I would like to know what an objective play is. Please explain. She's a pony. Objectification play is. I I missed what you said. Can be a piece of furniture. Um, They can be, say, an animal. They can be ignored. They can um, be set up in a corner to just be on display and not really interacted with. So, what do you do to them? well, you kind of set them up in a position and then uh, more or less ignore them. You keep an eye on them to make sure that they're safe, that they're not, you know, needing water or anything. But wow. um, basically they're spoken about instead of to. What, what about starvation? Do you do that? That's, no. my, that's what I need. No. In fact, we are pretty careful with people. I, I tell them before they come in for sessions, especially if they're not from Denver and they're not accustomed to the altitude, it's important that they be hydrated and uh, have a meal in their system an hour or two before they come in so mm-hmm. their blood sugar is steady. Okay. I, won't, I won't have that problem. So, Foskey, let me ask you a question. Is, <laughs> is this tend, tend to be more primarily white males? Primarily. Really? Yeah. Businessman. You do, are you doing well, anyone famous? Maybe. That's a, uh, that's a yes. Yeah. That's a yes. That's a yes. Okay, let me, I'm not asking you to no, buy okay. it if I've divulged and how, a yes how, or a no. Okay and, how, okay, and how whacked out is this personality and this celebrity? How whacked out is he or she? Uh, not very whacked out. Not, Everybody uh, that comes wow. in thinks that their fetish is really extreme so much of the time. They, they think, oh my God, I'm a dirty pervert because... If they're fairly new to coming in for sessions or exploring it with somebody, then they, it, it's all scary for them. They think they're going to be judged harshly because everybody else thinks they're a freak. That'll be something really pedestrian, like like foot worship, where they want to be cross-dressed and spanked. Yeah, because that that kind of stuff we've heard before, you know, and it's uh-huh. pretty much common knowledge. But the thing about like a man wants to do something with his aunt or his mother. Do you find more of that, as if men no. somehow uh-uh. are connected that way? What do you find the most? What is the most uh, kinkiest type of behavior? The kinkiest type of behavior? Yeah. It, it really goes kink. in, it, there's kind of fashions. It used to be that golden showers were sort of the epitome of humiliation. But then you get people that do that for a few years, and suddenly golden showers aren't humiliating enough. It's just this thing. Um, then they need to move on to whatever the next most extreme thing is so it, it really is so dependent on the person and their own experience and also the kind of videos that are out on the internet a lot at, well, the, at any given time there are fashions if you go through clips for sale you'll see some types of videos well, that's a good point do you, would you actually videotape what you're doing for the person and sell that to them mm-hmm. so they can enjoy it no no, no. so no videotaping it's just, it's just too distracting to have cameras there during a session i really like to be able to focus Okay. On hmm. the person and what they're doing. Yeah, I, I, I don't think. Zone. I don't think if I was going to do this, that I would want to be uh, videotaped. Mm-hmm. That, that's 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 you know, pretty video, scary. The video business is a very different thing from the um, from the professional session. But but Sosky does have mirrors in strategic positions so I that you can witness what's happening to you as well, it's if happening. Well, if you had me in there, they get fogged do. up real quick. Mm-hmm. Do we what? They would get fogged up really quick if I was in there. Okay, so Sos- <laughs> Saskia. You said golden showers, you know, that was in for a while. So now what's, what's kind of the in thing or things? Uh, brown showers have gotten pretty popular for a while. Why um, do you think that is? And, I mean, it's just that much more humiliating. They want to be shit upon. There's that they, much more they, humiliation. They want to be shit on. Like you, you get shit on every day. Uh, but I don't want a real one. <laughs> anyway. Do you find that more of your clients, Saskia, are looking for humiliation play rather than pain or just sort of bondage type stuff? 
that there, there are degrees. Humiliation is such a subjective thing, and it means such different things for, for different people. There are people from different ethnic groups that will find uh, some things more humiliating than others, like people from some ethnic groups might find um, being forced to worship feet the ultimate in humiliation or being treated like a pig because Iranians. If, they from, if they come from a country where pork is is on a highly forbidden list, being treated like the dirtiest animal on the planet is something that is a huge turn on for them. Wow. So, you know, I, I so ran I into... that kind of stuff fascinating. Yeah, I ran into a, a guy at a bar years ago, and he was telling me about a story where this this guy that he knew of or some type of some type of friendship, I don't know what it was, but he the guy was in a bar, and the guy decided, you know, I'm going to go pick up some chicken and get laid. So he picks up this girl, and apparently it was pretty simple for, the, for him to pick up this girl. Well, anyway, the girl takes him back to a motel room, and, and she was into the kink side and decided to tie him up, and he was, he was going crazy, going, yeah, this is going to be great. Well, what she did was she squatted on him and shit on him and, lay, and let him <laughs> sit there and tied up, and then the cops finally broke into the room and found him. And, you forgot uh, the part she left him there. Oh, she left overnight. him there, yeah. Yeah, she left him there overnight. The maids came in. The maids came in. <laughs> yeah, so the guy was screaming, and uh, the only, Rich, you can, for him. you can let him know <laughs> it was me, Rich. Yeah, there was, are some people for whom that would be an ultimate fantasy, and they would well, have uh, that. No, 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 no. This wasn't a fantasy. That's what he was looking for. This woman obviously hated men. Yeah, right. She tied him up, shit on him, and, and then left. locked him in the room. <laughs> It may not have been a hatred of men thing. It may right. have been an extremely perverse sense of humor. Right. You know, just right. think what the maid was. I don't think that's for funny. <laughs> <laughs> for some yeah, people, yeah, you know, that's desirable to some and not to others. And she was into that sort of play. Who knows? Well, he see, but so, he he didn't know that. And then he, the only thing he yeah. was doing was begging begging the cops not to let his wife know about it. Right. <laughs> and calling him up and get him out of there. In, in the more formal S and M community, people that are you know part of leather communities. And we have a really great community here in Denver. Uh, people that are that are more formally into it, we try and abide by some ethical standards, like RAC is Risk Aware Consensual Kink, and there's Safe Scene and Consensual SSC, and uh, not negotiating a scene and doing something like that, and you know, leaving somebody alone in bondage, let alone with a big steamer on them. Um, a what? Not something. Oh, big steamer. A steamer. Got it. Um, if they're not consenting to that, then that kind of person is not usually welcome in the scene for very long. Well, so, it takes a lot of trust, doesn't it, Saskia? I mean, you're really turning over control to the mistress, to the dom, and so you have to have a certain amount of trust involved, and you have to trust that the people who are coming in are going to be responsible and considerate of other people's privacy as well, correct? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I trust you. You I'm trust sure. anybody. So you trust, you. trust any female. <laughs> you haven't been to the dungeon, Mark. Mark, you need to go to the an, dungeon. Is that an invite? So soon. <laughs> yeah, you need, to, you, you need to be her assistant. That's what you need to be. Oh, I, on a I dog think leash. she needs one. On a dog leash. Hey, Saskia. Yeah, yes. you call them session, sessions. How sessions. Long, how long do that, does a typical session last? A typical session is about 90 minutes, especially if somebody's coming in for the first time. We need a little bit of time to sit down and talk with them and, and get them comfortable. People tend to be fairly nervous when they're first coming in. I bet. How about some guys like bankers that just want to get a quickie in uh, during lunch? Yeah, that's not, not really our style. Now, here's another question. Uh, of all the different types of occupations, which occupation would you say is the most that you know leans toward this type of uh, sexuality? I don't occupation. No, no, because there's people out there, the bankers and I mean, have, accountants. Have you, ever, have, you ever, have you ever driven it down to it's all accountants or bankers or it's CEOs or it's, you know, whatever. Delivery men. UPS guys. They're very kinky. Who? Geeks. Computer geeks. 
Oh, oh, that's me. I am kinky. I don't see Richie getting kinky. I'm a recovering geek. I'm a recovering geek. (laughs) (laughs) So really, it's the computer nerds that really like doing this stuff, huh? Oh, absolutely. Wow. Wow. There you go. What about policemen or firemen? You know, people that do have power. We do have some people that are in traditionally fairly masculine uh, positions or, or careers. Um, and those tend to be the cross-dressers. The cross-dressers. <laughs> the cross-dressers. That's yeah. me. That's you, That's you, Mark. That was you last night. No, Mark. I love it. What about what about athletes? I do have a feminine oh, no. oh, What about athletes? Not so much. Huh? Really? I would think they would be more into this because no, they're, they're, they, they're way too ego. We get some ego. people that are athletic, but not really professional athletes. Um, and if they do come through town... Um, they're out fucking they around on their wives. They're, they're more likely to go out of town for it where nobody's going to recognize them. You know, I have to say, Saskia and I discussed this yesterday, and I think it's an important point. It's as though this is somewhat of an adrenaline rush, the way um, swinging is, or the way in a different way, of course. Swinging is also a different type of a rush. Great sex is another type of a rush. Having sex in public places is a great rush. And we don't have the opportunities in our life in this, in this century, really, to kind of be no, in, in this really pushing the edge. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a terrible echo here. Yeah, I know. I can hear it. What yes. happened? We were doing just fine. We were doing fine. I don't know. I'm not sure what happened. Anyway, we're gonna, we're, let's go take a break. <laughs> but, um, and, I think that people do this for the adrenaline rush, and when you mention athletes, I think they do something else for that rush. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going we're to take a break, and when we come back, we're going we're gonna to be continuing talking about the cross-dressers and the sissy maids. We're going to get into that a little bit and see uh, how that all fits into the whole thing. You're listening to RenegadeTalk.fm, where we don't sugarcoat shit. It's the Power of Pussy Friday with Mark, Marla, and, of course, Richie Kepler and Patty from empowerdsex.com and we'll be right back after this. Non-stop shock radio. Renegade talk radio. Get an early start on ammunition to rip that asshole that'll be messing with you later. Welcome back to RenegadeTalk.fm, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Marky Mark, and of course, the ever-drop-dead gorgeous Marla. We have Patty from Empowered Sex out of Denver, and our guest, Pasha. Saskia. Hello. From Denver. Nirvana there, back to the show on the Power of Pussy Sex Friday with Patty out of Empowered Sex in Denver, and of course, Marla, Mark, and myself, Richie Kepler. And we have Foskey on, uh, Patty, one of Patty's guests, talking about the uh, S&M world and domination dungeon. and the dungeons, and we're back. So, hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hey, <laughs> Foskey. I just read a statistic online that said that uh, it was kind of measuring the most common fantasies for women, and it said that 80% of the women interviewed and surveyed had a fantasy about bondage. Ooh, I would so, like to meet them and tie them up. <laughs> okay, Marla, I want to be tying you up tonight. Now, this seems normal to me, because I guess I've been around so many empowered women all my life, and I think about 
women who are having to do it all and be it all these days and we're always in control and we're having to be the sex kit and we're having to be the, the breadwinners and take care of everything. And at some point, there's something in our DNA, our genetic makeup, that really kind of wants to just let go and be controlled and be submissive in the bedroom. So, you know, why not? I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. I don't know if it would be a genetic component so much as it just getting tired of having to do so much kind of a thing. Damn right. Um, you women do way too much. Oh, I'm glad they do. Yeah. They do. No, they're, they're just fabulous. You'll have jobs, and then you're expected to come home and, you know, do all the housework stuff, and then be the porn queen in the bedroom. And that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, so what I'm going to get into, cross-dressers and sissy maid. What's a sissy maid? Uh, sissy maid is, is a somebody who likes to do a lot of service and likes to, and by service I mean domestic type things. Sometimes they just like to... And a model with a feather duster, and sometimes they're actually skilled with cleaning things. Are they naked? Uh, their preference is to be dressed up high heels, lingerie, stockings, sometimes a maid's uniform, sometimes more or less, but some kind of cross dressing attire. Well, it doesn't so, sound like something I'd do. So, do you have a wardrobe there? We do. Okay. We have a few different types of maids' outfits, and we have little aprons and I don't know that we have a feather duster, but we do, you know, practice. Uh, Mark, you would look really cute in one of those outfits. <laughs> I do everything yeah, in my Speedos. You have killer shoes over there. I love some of those shoes. Uh, I, w- yeah. I wear my Army boots and my Speedos, and I'm comfortable so, doing the chores in the house. So, Foskey, I have a question. <laughs> Could I have my own dungeon in my own home? Do, do, do they have dungeon kits? I could buy my own kit and build it? There, there are places online where you can find... Um, uh, what I would call stealth bondage furniture, like a coffee table that will convert to a spanking bench. Ooh, so, ooh yeah. People that don't have a lot of space, or they have kids at home. Okay, or, you uh, know, they all right. So where where would I where would I purchase this at? What what store? Uh, that is a good question. Uh, DungeonNet.com. So go to Dungeon.com. It's DungeonNet. I would have to look it up online. Are there different um, types of dungeons, like the 17th century type of dungeon or a, uh, uh, you know, modern? A, mo- a modern dungeon? There's a mistress in France, Matrice, what is it, Simone, I think. She has a dungeon that's actually in a catacomb. I have had dungeon envy for her for years. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go to Europe. <laughs> yeah. Time to take a field trip she, again. She's got the real thing, and it looks scary and it looks like there could be bats happening and it just looks absolutely wonderful Whoa, whoa yeah <laughs> but i'm getting a hard on already you put your head and your hands through metal and you're kind of immobilized and i mean that's sort of 17th century kind of <laughs> it's like being in the stocks that's pretty crazy uh-huh. you know i would think yeah, with a, cool stuff. i would think with and a lot of people term for that is fucked i would think with a lot of people having basements that you know they would just convert those into having a dungeon yeah, some people do, but Good. it depends on whether they have kids and, you know, whether also uh, domestic violence laws vary from state to state. So well, I send my kids to the dungeon all the time. Yeah, wait, wait, what, what about domestic violence? Because this can, uh, if something happens in the relationship, this could turn into a domestic violence mess. And it does. Oh. Well, oh. that's why they go to a pro, so, right? Well, yeah, you can go to a pro, but if you are go, if you train Marla and you know how to do all this kind of stuff and you want to do it, you, you have your own dungeon I, and uh, each one of us humiliates well, each other. I, I get that, but Saskia, we're talking about her and what she does. No, I'm just saying if you have one in the privacy of your own home. Well, okay, Saskia, let me ask you a question. Would you come to my home if I had this dungeon? Would you come to me? Uh, 
I would not because I have my own dungeon and I don't like packing up a bag and taking, you know, all my equipment there because I, Aww, I'm in the mood to do I want a, too. I want a dungeon will travel. <laughs> dungeon will travel. Come on, Sasuke. <laughs> don't you make house calls? What about, let's get into religion. What about priests? What, what did you just say about a fucking machine? She has a fucking machine. Really? What is it called? A fucking machine. <laughs> a fucking machine. <laughs> oh, it's called Harvey. Harvey the Harvey fucking the machine. Fucking machine. <laughs> Is there a Ex- sucking machine? Explain Harvey. No, we, no actually, we got a call for that yesterday. Do you have a machine that does like suction? Like, nope, just the one that does poking. Poke so, do you, how many? Do you have a lot of uh, female clients? We have very few female clients. Okay. They mostly are men. They want to be humiliated. Done female dates, but uh, very few female clients. Wow. But are your female clients typically lesbian or bisexual women? Yes, 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 Uh yes, yes, yes. I knew that answer. What what about the medical side of it? Like uh, you want to be an OBGYN exam table and, you know, rosebud urethra sounds and things like that. You know, cupping kits and surgical masks. Huh? Somebody's been reading up. Yeah, I I do. Well, last night when I was designing my dungeon, I I brought all the homework over to him. Did you hear him? His junk dungeon. Yeah, my junk dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) That's where you're going to end up at, in the junk. Anyway. So, yeah, you got, you know, you got surgical staples, liquid bandage and other, you know, very sharp, shiny, scary things all used with a Ph.D. level expertise endorsed by the KTEL School of Medicine. Do you do that? Uh Yes. Oh, wow. Cool. I'm going to come over to you well, then. she said she had a, an yeah. examining room. You, so you would examine she's got, me? Yeah, she's, she's got the exam room. It's pretty scary in there. So uh, if, really? you, if, you, if I were to come over there and do this and, you know, I wanted to get into it, how would you examine me? Do I tell you what I want or do you just do whatever you want? I am not so big into the role play, so I probably have one of the people on staff that actually likes role play do that. But, uh, but yes, we would certainly have all my text gloves and we would be checking for for healthy bits and pieces here and there. Healthy bits and Possibly pieces? I'm all healthy. <laughs> so how, you have a staff. How, how many uh, doms do you have? I believe there are six or seven of us. Wow. Wow. So the, Talk a little bit about, Saskia, tell us a little bit about the type of woman who gets into this line of work. And Saskia, thank uh, you for keeping the economy rolling, too, in Colorado. <laughs> I'm doing my part. Yeah, damn you are. Okay, so go ahead. Answer. Thank you, Mark, for interruption. As a woman, I am most likely to hire people who are just fascinated with this because they find humans so interesting. Um, the people that I am least likely to hire are the ones who think that, you know, this is a great chance to take out their aggression against men, you know, if they have some kind of uh, issues with men for whatever reason, justified or not. So you have a psychological test that you put them through? No, I'm just talking to them. It's, you know, you can get a... When people approach and say, I would like to work for you because I really hate men and would like to get paid for kicking them in the balls, that's kind of an automatic (laughs) (laughs) Saskia, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to pull out his pubic hair. You're welcome. I'm going to pull out his pubic hair of his balls, make him suffer. I'm so glad there's women out there want to protect me. That's right, like Saskia. We have boundaries. We will stop kicking the nuts. We will just not do it out of hatred. We will do it out of love. Love. Right. I I can do without that kind of love. Let me now, do you do you change? Well, I think it's important to point out too that you have boundaries around this. As far as do you think it's a normal misconception that men think that they're going to get some something out of you as far as you getting naked or taking your clothes off or getting more interaction than what they're what they're really going to get? Patty, what you're really saying is getting laid. 
Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people will think, and and I have a Mojo Jojo quote on my website, and uh, we put that up there for when the DNC was coming through town, that, uh, you know, to make sure that people know that we are not being coy about the no sex thing. We really, truly are not going to to change things around once you get there just because you say, hey, what happens between two consenting adults is our business, like, as if prostitution laws don't count because you're special. Um, no, we, we keep boundaries very, very clear. Uh, we like to stay in business. Yeah, how many guys actually approach you about having sex thinking that they can talk you into it? Probably all of them. No, uh-uh. Really? There are some people for whom having sex would actually ruin the experience. It's it would all take a lot about of fun me. out of it for them. Yeah, it's all and about And I think once she gets them on the table, they're going to understand real quickly that they're not going to be talking her into anything. <laughs> No. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty good at talking women in the bed. That just gave me a cold no. sweat. Uh, <laughs> if we want to have sex with people, it's not like we're ugly or or have social skills that would prevent us from getting laid. It's not like, you know, we have to advertise on the Internet for people to come have sex with us for free or for money. Saskia, um, can I just take you out for a cup of coffee afterwards or session? <laughs> Sorry, busy. No, She's a busy woman. I'll, Marla, pay for, I'll pay for the coffee. Yeah, Marla has a question. <laughs> for the coffee how kind of you thank you i I am a kind-hearted man yes (laughs) Yes, you are Mark. (laughs) so i'm just curious you are and maybe you don't have this in your dungeon but what about you know like handcuffs chained to the wall or men like to just be chained up and whipped and that kind of thing uh we we don't have let's see we have crosses and we have wait you have what i'm sorry i couldn't hear we have bondage crosses we have several bondage tables we have cages we have oh cages overhead suspended suspension points we have an overhead suspension point that spins Mm -hmm. um so i can set people on that tie them up and spin them while i'm whipping them um, wow, cool. <laughs> Just don't throw knives. Hey, Saskia, I have a, I have a question. Knives. I've seen it on the street where I've seen women with men, uh, you know, with a, with a uh, dog leash on them walking down the street and they're on their, ha- on their force. I've seen, actually, I've seen that. Will you do that if In I request? North, North Hollywood. Yeah, if I requested that, would you do that? Probably not. Okay. It would depend on what part no, of town it was No, it stays in the dungeon. In a nightclub situation, absolutely not a problem. But if there were going to be children around, not a not So in other words, if I said, I'm going to this club and I want you to I want you to be my master and I would go in like a dog and you would have the leash on me in the club. But after the club's over, that all stops. Not, yes. on, not on the street publicly. Not on, not if there's going to, if it's late at night and it's in a part of town where, you know, there's not going to be any kids, no problem. But I don't really think, I mean, there's some people that just don't need to be exposed to this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't I, really want a I lot know, of people's stuff inflicted on me. I know one night um, you'd do it though. October 31st. Oh, God. Okay, Mark. Holiday. She would do it then. Definitely the closet mm-hmm. freak holiday. Yes. What about this electric play? What, what's yeah, that all about? Electric play is yeah. fun. I had, had a little experience with that yesterday. Patty, oh. so. Patty liked the it. The violet wand. That's why Patty was calling wand. me five times it's, it's, last it's night. It's a miniature Tesla coil. It's a static electricity generator. Okay. And uh, my favorite way to use that is to run the current through my body, and then I can run it out through my fingertips so I can zap or tingle. Wow. Um, or I can uh, hold on to little objects like knives and run that through somebody's skin. How cool. Um, and wow. attachments I can also use that, uh, that will create a big enough zap that I can spark an accelerant like alcohol on the skin so I can use it for fire play. Okay. Yeah, you're big into fire play, is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah, because that's what Patty had said. Light so my fire. tell us about fire play. 
So, so do, do, I, do, I, do, I, well, do I have the choice of where that fire goes on my body? Well, you better be shaven. Or, or, yeah, well, it blow up. We don't even know what it is yet. We're going to find out. I'm gonna, it's I'm, fire. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to Walmart and buy my violet I'm going to get waxed first. All right, Mark, shut up. Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, this, uh, so have you, ever used a, have you ever used a cattle prod? Oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like she likes that one. You like doing that one. You see how fast she <laughs> answered that question? I dressed somebody up like a cow once. Actually, he was a rancher from uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> wow. A cheesehead from Wisconsin. And I had a cattle prod in my hand, and I hit the button, so he couldn't see what it was. But when he heard it, he stiffened up. And I asked him if he knew what that sound was, and he nodded his head. Mm. <laughs> so he knew how the cow felt now. Man, I'd take a crap right there on the spot. I think I put a cowbell around his cock and balls as, as a weight. Really? And he had a cow snout mask on and uh, some cow ears and horns. Well, I, have a, I, I have a question. I have a, did he have He's a, a Green Bay Packer oh, fan. Did he have a hard on? He certainly did. He certainly did. I love this. That's where yeah. they go. Wow. He, he did. They all was, get uh, they go. I really him. like that guy. Is he, a, is, is he a regular customer? He was at the time, yeah. Um, so now may we go back to you explaining to us all the different types fire. of fire play? Yeah, the fire play. Marla's was really, Marla's into the fire play. I want to hear what she does. Okay. Like Coleman fuel, white gas. I prefer, I'm a lot more comfortable with alcohol-based accelerants. Okay. Uh, isopropyl alcohol. Brandy. Okay. Um, I also use hand sanitizer, and I also, from a person that I was mentoring about a year ago, learned how to do it with styling mousse for your hair. Oh, right. Yeah, they're, they're all um, volatile. <laughs> what happens if they blow up? Uh, they don't blow up. She knows. <laughs> oh, Sasha She's a pro. set me on fire yesterday. Yeah, fire department's going to start. She did or didn't? Doing... She did. She set me on fire. Really? Yeah, it, and... it was fascinating. And you're right. It is, it's very sensual. I mean, it's it's very beautiful. I mean, to to have your body inflamed and not be burning or have any pain, and you know, have it controlled. And I mean, I had flame in the palm of my hand and at my arm. It was it was fascinating. So I could I, I could actually That's have a flame. I could actually have a flame coming out of my cock. No. no. What? You're not the pro. No, I'm ask, I'm, 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 I was just asking Sasuke. if I... If I, if I, I thought I, that was a normal occurrence, Rich, from the bottom <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we it, call him the dragon here. I'm the dragon man, yeah. horribly wrong, and we avoid situations where things go horribly wrong. Thank you. We have a, we have a corpse prevention program at Pavlovia, and so far it's been 100% successful. So you must have a few fire extinguishers there. We do. Okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure. But obviously the men have to be firmly waxed. I, I, th- I would oh. think so. No, uh-huh. I don't know. No, the hair's not going to burn? Hair burns, yes. Singe? burn out of control. Wow. Ooh. So where do these men like their controlled burns? <laughs> <laughs> Toss that salad, honey. Well, usually, with most types of intense sensations, I teach everybody in my practices to start with the extremities and then move into the more sensitive areas. So you're moving from... You, know, you can say it like it is. No, it's like fingers and toes and move no, on. No, up no, no, no. It. Just say it like it is. On, yeah. on these sensitive areas, what are, are we talking yeah. the asshole, cock? Yeah, just, what are we talking you about You can here? speak freely. Yeah, this is internet. This is internet radio. So you can say anything right. you want. Yeah. I'll, I'll start with, you know, arms and legs, and then I'll move into the torso, and then from the torso I'll move into the nipples, and then, then once, you know, the person's gotten used to the <sighs> idea that they're not going to die, then I'll light up the cock. 
Oh, okay. Uh, that's what I was saying. If I go in fire coming out of my cock. So how do you do that? How do you light it up the cock? It coming out of your cock. It would be, it would be over your cock. I could do a fireball <laughs> over it so you just feel a blast of heat. Or I could actually spritz alcohol from a spray bottle. And I would use 70% because the 30% alcohol content means it's going to go out pretty quickly on its own. But I will usually blow it out and I keep wet towels around. Those are our primary fire extinguishers. I would love to see my cock on fire and take a picture of it. Naming <laughs> <laughs> cock. Light up the room. It's a Roman candle. That'd be great for a swinger site. The British publication, you'll see me with my head on fire. Really? Wow. wow. Well, fire Mohawk. It's fascinating. Really? What? what, yeah, what beautiful. Can you please name the uh, website again where we can view that? Um, Bizarre Magazine. It's bizarremag.com, actually. Okay. Um, so you can either get it in print. And I believe this, this issue is still out in stores, depending on... Oh, so you just did this recently. Okay, yeah. so Renegade Nation, BizarreMag.com, you can see all of this. BizarreMag.com, uh, and look up Stephen Daltrey, Daltrey uh, was the interviewer on that, and it's the uh, fire play issue. Mm-hmm. And, 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 they, and you lit your mohawk on fire, or his, whose? Uh, I, I am completely bald on top, so what we did is we squirted some uh, styling mousse on my head, and we let that up, and it made a really nice big high flame. How oh, cool. Wow. I can't yeah, wait so to see that. Okay, next, it, was, it was incredible. Yeah, the, oh, next wow. side, the next thing I want to talk about is puppy play. It's one of my all-time favorites. Uh, the kennel toilet with the seat left up, biscuits, you know, cone-style vet collar, leashes, collars, that type of thing. Do you thing. have the doggy toilet? Yeah. Bathroom. We have. We, I made my girl drink out of a dog bowl last night when she was being a pony, so we right. were kind of mixing up animals a little bit, but it worked for her. Good. I also do all of my puppy play sessions in German. In German? Was machst yes. du heute, okay. Fräulein? Yeah. Why, why in German? Tell us something. Yes. Yes. So say, tell us something in German that you said last night. Sitz bei Platz bei Fuß Hall S Bell. I got a hard well, on already. What did that mean? <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, what she did, is my German wait a minute. woman. What did you uh, just say? Heal, stay, eat, drink, oh, and be merry. I couldn't hear so the rest of the So my degree in German is going for that. <laughs> so this woman was very happy after she left your uh, it, the dungeon? It's her lover. Oh, it's her lover. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Okay, so yeah, she was... was not a client. And she yeah. was very happy. Okay. You, you only, hopefully she got more than 90 minutes. Yeah, I, I asked her. She was completely happy with her objectification experience as we were leaving and... And she was like, yes. And I was like, good, because you ain't getting your money back. And she was like, Saskia. Does she so, ever uh, ruff. play Dom to you? Or are you always she the Dom? She does not. Okay. I'm not a switch. Yeah. Um, sometimes I wish I was because, you know, as Patty was saying, sometimes you just kind of. I'd love to be submissive. Well, you got plenty of women working there. And I think women love to be tied up. Tied up is so fucking just erotic. Well, I'll do, I'll do that tonight and leave you up here. Oh, goody. Goody. I'm going to tie Marla up. I still consider myself intermediate in terms of shibari, which is a Japanese rope bondage. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anything I, about I that. I just know yeah. about tying your, your, um, your, your um, wrists to the bedpost. That's about as mm-hmm. far as I go. <laughs> yeah, and if you don't do it correctly, um, you can cause nerve damage. Oh, you're pressing in yeah. on that tendon. If you feel where your wrist bone is, uh, down by where your thumb begins, and you press in on that little tendon there, if you have something pressed on there too tight for too long, 
uh, you can cause some nerve damage. That happened to me in 1968. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. Anyway, we got to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about how edgy is edgy. And we're going to get into that. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Marky Mark and Marla on RenegadeTalk.fm, where we don't sugarcoat shit. We have Patty from EmpoweredSex.com and, of course, Foskia. And we'll be right back after this. Nonstop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back to Renegade Talk.fm, the power of Pussy Friday. We love it. Uh, we got uh, Marla here. <laughs> Looking really hot. I'm going to tie her up tonight. Gonna Good. humiliate the shit out of her. Can't we, we got Marky Mark and of course Richie Kepler. We got Patty from EmpoweredSex.com. I guess you would say. My name is Richard Kepler with Marky Mark and of course Marla. We have Patty from EmpoweredSex.com and of course her special guest and our special guest, Faskia, the dominatrix of Denver. The sexy Saskia. That's the highway to uh, ecstasy. Highway to ecstasy. That's We're right. Over there at the... Uh, hey, if I was living in Denver, I'd be over there with Patty there checking that, that shit out. Getting my dick lit up on fire. That'd be great. <laughs> anyway. So it's gonna be, it'll be on fire tonight, though. Marla will take care of that. No, don't let an amateur do that. No, no, no. no. She does other things to catch it on fire. <laughs> don't even think it. Uh, okay, Just be so, patient. So, 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 you, pee, you need antibiotics. Yeah. Faskia, I, I have a question now. How edgy is edgy here? How far do, I mean, what have some people wanted to do that was so far out that you just said, get the fuck out of here? Besides the defecation. Besides the defecation. Besides defecation. What is something really, really whacked out that you went, holy shit. She doesn't. Uh, People asking for castrations. Castration? Yep. Wow. People wanting their their testicles removed. And that's when you Uh, call 911. We got a 51 Why? Okay, wait a minute, wait, 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 Mark. Why would they want their testicles removed? Uh, they have different reasons. Some of them want to be female and say that they don't have the money to go through the process of sex reassignment surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them want to be eunuchs because they are tired of, you know, what they consider testosterone poisoning their minds. Um, one person <laughs> That's me. <laughs> had a crush on a 16-year-old girl and he wanted to stop having thoughts about her that he could serve her in a more pure manner. And, and uh, wow. so yeah, really, Patty, that caught me off guard, too. Wait, so, Trinidad, Colorado, right? Uh, okay. That makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. That was when you were in L.A. I'm not equipped to do that. I'm not qualified to do that. That's a, you know, surgery on an organ. And I, it's also a commitment issue. I just don't want to be wow. uh, well, linked so, to that kind of person. There's liability issues. I, th- I thought I was a basic, sick motherfucker. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I heard a story. I heard a story, Saskia, and, and I want to bring this up because I think even in this type of play, you have to have boundaries. Uh-huh. And you just named yours, of course. But I heard a story about one of the big shows here last year or the year before where a guy had a woman tied up and cut off a piece of her flesh and fed it to her, and they were asked to leave. Uh, is that yes. It is. And That's that was, too much uh, Hannibal Lecter. That was her own request. That was, uh, that was her own personal 
um, thing that she wanted to kind of give up flesh to the universe. There are some <laughs> Native American tribes where they talk about giving flesh, like uh, for the Lakota Sundance. Right. Well, Boy, Rich, you where they do piercings. With that question, Rich, you where they pierce their move. bodies and they actually pull the skin and bleed and hang from the tree. And I mean, you know, yep. it's Native oh, with American the body Okay, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm there trying. There are a lot of people who are not Native American who who see that using the body to access a different kind of um, psychological spirituality that they find cathartic. Um, I'm an atheist, so so I really can't speak to that, but I definitely have seen people trance out in response to different kinds of physical stimuli. So, okay, Marla has your question. Go ahead, Marla. No. no, you don't. Oh well, I did. Mark keeps speaking over the women as they're having the conversation, oh, okay. and I'm trying to learn. Okay, and. You need, Mark, a lot to Mark, learn. you need to shut Talk, up so she can, can learn please, so this can be done to me. Can you please let our guests speak instead of talking over Ladies, them? were you having a problem speaking? They were, they were ignoring See? me, but I could not hear They them. weren't having a problem. You were having a problem. Yeah. So, you need to be dominated. Okay, so where were we? I, I'm lost now. <laughs> if you hear a little tit-tat yeah, there. I was getting turned no, off. Will you no, lower your voice down, Mark? What? Jesus what? Christ, you're breaking the fucking yeah, computer. There tonight. Wait, ladies... We were talking about body piercing, okay? Mm-hmm. And then the buffoon just started overriding you. Can you kind of back up a little bit, please? Uh, body piercing. You, you, went um, in, you went into the Native American thing, and then you yeah, said there... Yeah, you, you had heard a story about a woman who had given up her flesh. And, yeah, uh, I, re- I heard all that. And served to her, and, and yes, that uh, did happen. Um, that's not something that is common. Mm-hmm. Thank that, God. I suspect that's one of the reasons why she did it is because she knew it would, you know, get her a lot of attention and get, so, get a lot of buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was looking that, for attention. Okay, well, I was talking about the body. You were talking about body piercings and people hanging uh-huh. themselves on trees. Now, what was that? Oh, that's uh, not that's not BDSM. That's like a Native American uh, practice. Yeah, the, the body mod con- convent community and the people who do things for spiritual purposes is a little. There's some overlap, not a heck of a lot of overlap. Okay. In those communities. I was thinking, Patty, when you come down here, I could uh, uh, take a little piece of that nice ass you have and barbecue it. <laughs> there are people who will do skin hook rituals at, at an S&M dungeon. Um, and that tends to be, it's something that I've been curious about and something that I wanted to attend. But as an atheist, I don't feel comfortable with all the spiritual trappings with that. So I kind of stay away because I don't feel like drumming and, you know, bowing to the four corners and things like that. Wow. I know that the friends of mine who do participate in that are really transformed by it. They get so much out of it. Um, and it makes me wish that I could do it, but I have yeah. not gotten any pleasure when I have tried being pierced right. um, for pleasure's sake. It's just not something I'm wired for. Yeah, I've heard the same thing from people. It's it's an incredible experience, and, yeah. and again, I mean, it's a mindset. It's it's just where you're at, and yeah, yeah, makes sense. Well, my mindset, so I would I'm, never want anything pierced. But talk a little bit about the parties. Where how many people at a at a time do you typically have at your parties? We try and keep the numbers down because we want you know we want people to be safe. We don't want there to be a whole bunch of people that we don't know at our at our private parties that are on personal or private dungeon. What happens at these uh, What happens at well, these personal first, let's parties? Get to the amount okay. of people. It, it can be it can be a little bit dull. People will stand around and socialize for a couple of hours and and then uh, gradually start playing. But it's a pretty informal environment. Do you have, have a lot kitchen. Of- I'm making a bunch of chicken stew to take tonight, so that's how scary it is. May I ask you something? <laughs> it's you- like a great big potluck. Yeah. Chicken <laughs> stew. Luck, yeah. 
special. So, it's a dungeon. Yeah. Speaking of I often <laughs> said that sometimes it feels as much like church as anything because we have such a great feeling of community here. So I have a question. Do these people drink or alcohol or smoke pot? What, in your no. Uh-uh. Before? We, okay, you, we're kind you always... of experimenting with letting people have alcohol every now and then. Like mm-hmm. uh, at the female dominance parties, we'll let people bring a bottle of wine mm-hmm. if they want to. Well, uh, but yeah. the main parties where people are going to be playing a little bit heavier, uh, where blood play can happen, where whippings can happen, things like that, uh, where we say no alcohol. Oh, I would agree because that just sends people that... crazy. Now, what about smoking cannabis? No, that's no. not something we allow. Okay, so everybody is sober. Clean mind. Yep. Okay. I, I, I everything's so high from the endorphins. It's it's amazing mm-hmm. how high you okay. can get from this. I, I have a question. I have orgasms mm-hmm. from lighting people on fire, so I really don't need... Really that's the type cool. of girl that I want. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> uh, I, 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 wait, I have a question. Uh, what about vampires and drinking blood? Mm-hmm. What about... There are some people. That seems to be more of a goth thing. There, there are a few people in the community. It's, it's not a like a community standard by any means. It's... It happens it's not uh, a bad thing or a good thing. It's just some people are into it. So are you into it? No. Am I into it? Yeah. Sometimes. Oh, so I could come over and uh, want to be um, bit bit by a vampire. You were, you would wear a vampire outfit. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> However, if I felt like drawing Shit. blood from you and then smearing it all over your chest and making, you know, playing tic-tac-toe in your blood, I would probably really get off on that. Oh, boy. See, I, I hit a connection See, here. See, she's a t- true dominatrix. Yeah, that's she would take, oh, God, I, I just got turned what over that. What a great job. Oh, man. Look at Mark Logan. <laughs> that scares me. I don't like blood unless it's just pumping inside. Shut up, Mark. Women, oh, women don't moron. have a problem with blood. Uh, no, not really. It's not a big scary thing. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, so, Faskia, what is the main thing that really turns you on, that you get yeah, really wet and go crazy? Uh, fire, definitely, and, and certainly blood. And, it's, and it very much depends on how the person is responding. She's all yours, there's, Rich. There's I, not one particular thing that I like, but when a person is really responding to something that I'm doing and I'm really kind of pushing them to their edge... Um, and making them, you know, extremely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I call you after the show? Turn on for me. <laughs> yeah, take her off for a cup of coffee. I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to fly up there. I want to so, meet you. So, do you just get off, or do you have, you know, play with a toy or something? You know, like, you mean like masturbating? Yeah. Did you oh, say, you, I have nerve endings like everybody else. Well, no, I'm just saying because you get off on, you know, doing these things, you orgasm, so it just... No, it's a it's a touch-free orgasm. It's like a mm-hmm. full-body rush. Wow. Cool. Oh. Yeah, I, wow. I, I, have, I have a question to ask. Do you have intercourse? Yes. Oh, okay. So you, you do have normal sex outside of the... Normal? No, oh, I yeah. hate that word. Normal? I told you don't do <laughs> that. Well, I, I have nerve endings. It's, uh, I really don't enjoy it unless there's a pink element there. And, uh, a I pink? Tend, uh, my primary partner tend, is female right now, so... Are you bisexual? I prefer queer because as soon as I realized that I was also attracted to transgender people and cross-dressers, I just figured bisexual oh, wasn't a very... Good, there's some hope term. for me, Rich. <laughs> no I love you. dressing up. <clears throat> I know you do. Hey, every time I dress up, I'm, I always get first prize. Yeah, you're the big fat... Somebody sees something <laughs> good in Yeah, me. you're the... some lovely costumes in her dungeon. Oh, I boy. Mark. We need extra large now. You could dress Mark up as the big fat old lady. <laughs> I, 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 I have think- a... Uh, I, think I have look- a fetish called dacrophilia, which is a, a, it's about tears. 
people crying. Uh-huh. I think that came from watching Rocky Horror Picture Show when I was probably oh we we the we, swimming pool scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I really like it when boys or girls have a whole lot of mascara and eyeliner on. Hey Fosky, I, yeah. I have a question for you. Are you on Fosky? Are you on a speakerphone? I am not. I mean, it's really echoing. I know, I hear the echo. Who is on the, uh, or Patty, you on one? No, I'm Hands- still on God, it's really you know coming. No, does? it just stopped, though. That's good. Hey, when you okay. brought up about the mascara and the makeup and so forth. I, I like was that. On, I was on a cruise with my wife. This is back in 85, okay? I wore her tutu, and I had the two girls from Chicago that were beauticianists dress me up. That were what? Beauticianists. Uh-huh. And they dressed me up for the show. You are lucky. I know, I know. And I used two black olives for my nipples. <laughs> and I did Great win. Fr- nicely, too. Thank you. And I, I had plenty of fun. I won first prize. And I, my uh, runner-up was a state trooper from New York. Wow, that's an exciting story, Mark. Thank you very much for letting us know about that. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. God, did I miss out on a where, lot? Can where? I show you my trophy? Can no, you will you lower your voice down? Blood in the fire. Yeah, I want the blood in the fire. <laughs> what about ice? What about ice, Fasca? Ooh, I like ice. Coldness. Like what about ice? ice? Yeah. Uh, ice can be fun with fire. I'll, I'll run that along with, uh, like, hot wax. If you do, like, a streak of heat on somebody and then follow up Mm. with ice that can be a lot of fun I also make urethral sounds out of ice yes mm-hmm. I drive my wife so what do you look what do you look like body wise uh, look on the website. On website but I'm uh, like a plus size woman I'm in my 40s I have no hair so no hair no hair I have alopecia so my hair oh yeah Patty told us about that yeah okay so that's how I was able to make a nice flaming mohawk without lighting my whole head on fire we had, accident we had Pam over here and she yeah. was the same yeah, right. friend yeah right yeah. she had it too same yeah. thing mm-hmm. two women in about three months that we ran into that have the same issue it's God is trying to tell us something mm. we want um, Marla you have to become hairless <laughs> It's all falling out. It'll it'll be done in another three years. It's going great and falls out. It's been kind of fun for some stuff. I've been decorate. I've been having fun over Halloween and at other parties decorating my head up. I made a tiara out of a tea set, a little uh, oh, cool. like a children's dollhouse tea set. I glued it to my head with a teapot right in front and called it a tiara. <laughs> Jeez, my kind of girl. See, you should be an interior decorator. I'm telling you, you're she's, losing an eye on your calling, she's girl. Very creative. She's not losing her calling. Very, very she gets creative, off yeah. doing her calling. Foskey, have you ever been married? I am married. Oh, okay. To who? To a man. Oh, so you have and this. He is also my business partner. We run boundsissy.com, which is a specification website. Wow, okay. So, how many long years have you guys been hooked up? Six years. Six years? Yes. All right, way to work it, girl. And she's, a, she's, she's somewhat of a cougar as well because he's much younger than me. Yes, he is. I knew she's a smart woman. How old is he? He's 30. I'm 43. Oh, boy. Lucky him. Go, girl. You, know, you go, girl. <laughs> that's the way it should be. My opinion is the way it should be. If He's having a lot of fun. Children, I think Wanda Sykes says if you're not going to have have kids, you can uh, date them and raise them up right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's, uh, so, uh, Why aren't there more women like this in uh, Huntington Beach? I Because uh, Huntington Beach is uh, very, very I conservative. No. Vanilla. It's, like you, it's like you, conservative. I no idea. Dear, I died. I had no idea. Denver was just so... Denver's wild, wild. man. Wild. They're wild. <laughs> I think my we have a great dungeon here called the Denver Sanctuary, and it's so cool. It's really friendly. We have 
classes there all the time and, and parties a lot of the time. And, now, Pat, and, uh, do you ever get any rest? Love slaves. No. And, uh, <laughs> they get no rest. All around the country to come in and teach stuff. So wow. it's really fun there. Now, Patty, what? Would you take me to a party there sometime? What's, what ski <laughs> slope yeah, are you? You're welcome to also come to our party tonight. I'd love to check that out. I'd go, love, Patty, well, I don't go. think I can come tonight, but I'd love to check out one of your parties, and I'd love to check out the sanctuary. Hey, 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 knock it off, guys. We, it. You're teasing hey, us doing this. This isn't right. I'm going to have my own party yeah, tonight. what the hell? I, I got Marla. Party and we were stuck out here in California. <laughs> Marla's already on the computer getting her <laughs> yeah, flame retardant. in the right place. I'll tell you, Denver is a happening town, guys. <laughs> it's surely not happening here. <laughs> no, it is we in L.A. We and we... There was you, nothing on TV, so we had to find something to do. See, Rich, you and I are going to have to go to Denver and go skiing. Right. <laughs> if you look for it, you will find it. If you look, you will, if you build it, they if will come. If you seek it, yes. <laughs> I'm talking I'm about a dungeon. If, no, no, no. If you seek it, you will come. Right? <laughs> I'm going to build it. The dungeon. <laughs> Okay, you wouldn't pa- know the first thing about building a children's playhouse. I'm going to hire someone. When Patty yeah. comes down here, we're going to start. I'm going to I'm going to start the schematics for the dungeon here, and Patty can help. <laughs> Patty can help us put it together. The schematics. And me, me, Marla. Yeah, the schematics. Yeah, me. And, yeah, me, Marla, and Patty will. Me, Marla, and Patty. Me, Marla, and Patty will experiment. They can experiment on me. You know, we should, and then we'll just take a couple of boards and hit Mark over the head, oh, knock goody. him out. Oh, goody. Oh, goody. That'll turn you on. I like it rough. Anyway, no blood. By, uh, there's a couple of guys out in San Francisco, I think, called Two Naughty Boys, K-N-O-T-T-Y, and they have done a couple of really great shibari books, and they also have some videos on YouTube that are some of the best. Um, how-to videos on shibari techniques that I've ever seen, and I believe they call it tying it all together. Well, I'll, 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 I'll definitely be there. Oh, shibari that. And they're huh? called two naughty guys. <laughs> shibari me. Two naughty boys. Two naughty boys. Naughty boys. I'm gonna yeah. them like Scotty the naughty boy next door. I'll never forget because I'm sitting next to two of them. And they've got two books out um, on, uh, and they do some shibari, but they also do some uh, Celtic-style knotwork, which is really pretty, and I do not have the attention span for. Okay. So, um... We have a short expense, expansion... Expansion. <laughs> so, so are you busy this afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> they were already making plans without <laughs> us, Rich. He's got, a, he's got a ticket. He was on the internet at that last break. Buying yeah, his, actually, his we're, at <laughs> okay, we're at the airport. We're at the airport. We're at the airport. Foskia, pick us up at the airport. We'll be there in two Didn't hours. Did we mention that we need your service, uh, Patty? Bring the limo over. We're, we're getting, at the airport. We're getting groped right now by <laughs> the TSA yeah. member. Yeah, I like... Being, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fos- we got to go. Fos- nomination somebody needs. Uh, okay, Foskia, we got to go. Wait. Wait a minute. Right. Okay, Foskia, we got to go. What is your website okay. again? And then we got to take off. PavloviaDenver.com. Say it again. PavloviaDenver.com or MistressFoskia.com. They both work. Okay. Okay. Great. This is great. Patty, thank you very much for inviting Foskia to our airwaves. And Renegade Nation learn- now knows what domination is. And I'm pretty sure we'll get I'm, a lot of emails on I'm this learning. one. I'm learning. I know you're learning, too. We're getting, all this, we're getting a, lot of, a lot of echo on this I, phone line. I so. took notes. Yeah, you took notes. Okay, anyway, <laughs> Renegade Nation. You guys have been so much fun. Oh, well, thank, thank you. you so much. Well, thank you, You're Sasha. welcome back. Oh, and you're anytime. welcome back anytime. Just let Patty know, and we'll have you back on the air. Just, just let you know. I don't want any blood taken out. But what we're going to do next time is, since we're, we're going to be live in a couple of weeks, so we'll have you on live so people can call in around the country and ask people you know, write directly to you what their issues are and get into a little bit of that. So that'll be fun oh, too. Oh, kind of like an Ann Landers. But yeah, Ann Landers. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Do you really want to be the Ann? 
Ann Landers of Domination. Domination, Ann Landers. That's a great name, the Ann Landers of Domination. Dear Abby. Dear Dear Foskia. Foskia. <laughs> Foskia. Anyway, Patty, thank you very much for uh, for being here and have a great weekend. Renegade Nation, yes, Mark. Can I give her my number so she can call me? At you can do it in private. Yeah, do it right yeah, now. Do it, no, no. No, I want everyone to know <laughs> the There's phone number. Right. Number. So right in. I'm sure she go would ahead. call me. It's just she, she doesn't have my number. Go no, ahead. Well, tell go, her. Give her the number over the air. Do it over oh, the air. Okay. Well, then why are you well, asking? Why are you going to get a bunch of perverts calling You are such a You are a pervert. You're a fucking pervert. Oh, my. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Wait, wait. Time out. I got one last thing to say. You never oh, shut your fucking one mouth. One last thing. Oh this is God. important. Yo, know, everything Patty, about you. Patty, remember yeah. I mentioned I had cop friends that were good looking? Remember I mentioned that to you on the show? Yeah. Always kissing yeah. my ass. I talked to, I talked to Ray about the show. Bitch. Ray listened to the Bitch. show, loved it, and Let's he wants to, to meet you. This is really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, he'll I take you for a drive right. in a squad he car. Doesn't, he doesn't, Mark, we're out of here. You know hey, what? Foskia. That was so fucking embarrassing. I really apologize, Saskia and Patty. I really apologize. That was so unprofessional. Anyway, we're out of here. Renegade Nation, have a great weekend. Bye bye. You guys, he's been up out in Huntington Beach there this weekend. Looking for a verbal hand job? Yes, 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 yes. Release your frustrations and listen to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio.